Welcome back. Back at it. From another hiatus. A little hiatus. It's all right. But we are back. We're back with a very special guest. Very special guest. The Boston Trucker. My Uncle Trucker Nuts. Old Trucker Nuts. What up? In the building. If you know him, you probably know him on Facebook. Uh, how many followers you got? Like 50,000 or something? Something or like that. Something like that. Yeah, quite a few. Um, Fans, if you don't followers. know him, he posts videos from his truck. Telling all sorts of stories, uh, just shooting the shit. Being so a, being a regular dude. Being a regular dude. Exactly. And he's We're, a big Bruins fan, so we brought him along. Talk some bees. Huge bees fan. So, little background: my uncle Trucker and I met four years ago. Something like that. Um, if you remember the band Bring the Noise. Yes. Um, we uh, we had a we did a couple shows with with the Trucker. Um, ah! ma um, Shut up. Maggie's. What did we do with Maggie's? We did. Did a, did a Maggie's. Did a half door. And then we did the did, hard did, rock. Did the hard rock. That was the a, hard rock. That was that was a hype night. Yeah. That, that cool. was that a was fun wild. night. That was very, 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 very fun. <coughs> that was awesome. Ah! Hey, we also have a <coughs> new. Yeah, we got a new job. <coughs> we have Miss Molly May joining us on the podcast. Ah! Miss Molly ah! May. She's uh, she's the one that's barking right now. Yeah, she's got a lot of opinions, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> yeah. Listen to your mother. The, the dog just told you to go fuck yourself. I saw it. <laughs> that was sign language, by the way. She, oh, she's fluent. She said, go fuck your dead aunt's cat. <laughs> a rude fuck. <laughs> so, uh, came, been a long time since the four years, or through the four years, I should say. Um, you know, um... Your original page got hacked. I sure the fuck did. I thought that happened. I thought that happened. Fuckers. Maybe. What? How'd that happen? All right. So here's the backstory. I got an email that that looked like it was from Facebook. Yeah. And me being the tech tie that I am, <laughs> I uh, it was all about they wanted to give me that the blue fucking check or what I thought was the blue check. <laughs> I'm real. You know, you know what? Just for me one more time and watch what happens. Anyway, so the long and short of it was is that they asked me for my password to authenticate my account. I entered the password in once. I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. And then I entered it in a second time and realized that I had made a terrible... So the long and short of it was is whomever it was that targeted me had now had uh, basically the wheelhouse of my mothership and slowly started to delete my content and turned it into a nature clickbait site. Wow. So if anybody knows anything about me, boy, do I love the fucking nature shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all of my life's work to that point was was being slowly deleted. Wow. And um, there was a mark moment in time where I had to decide whether I was going to put it back together yeah. or, you know, chalk it up to a loss and keep it moving. So I said that I'd do this as long as I'm having fun, and I continue to stand by that. So uh, I'm still having fun. I got it back up to, I don't know, 55,000, something like that. What was that at before? 72. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so you're getting there. It was a big hit. Yeah. I had a couple of viral videos since. Yeah. A couple of two, three million hit uh, videos, which was big. So whoever hacked your page, they were pros. They 
Yeah, but they, the shit that they were posting about nature was going out to your followers, right? Exactly. So people that probably don't even give a shit about that stuff. So well, like, what's they, the point of that? Well, because it's numbers. It's so numbers. It's it's. But uh, you're not going to get that much interaction if people don't care about the posts anyway. So I don't know. But I just not, don't not, not everybody cares about interactions. They look at yeah. numbers. And if yeah. that's, if I'm, I'm sure that person sold it to somebody else. And yeah. that's just Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So they, they, <coughs> they, they brokered the following. Yeah. And, uh, you know... I took it short. What are you going to do? Probably SoundCloud rappers. Probably. <laughs> I love SoundCloud rappers. <laughs> so, since uh, since we have been on hiatus, a lot has gone on. Yeah. I lost, I lost a battle. You did lose a battle. It was a good battle. I just wish I didn't drink as much. I would have won. Hey, I said that to I, you before. <laughs> I still think I won. But... Anyways, that was a great battle, though. That was definitely entertaining. Yeah, it was. It was pretty good. My had I not started ju- <laughs> jumping around, Molly, stop. Had I not started jumping around, <laughs> give her the cow. Uh, had I not started jumping around, I think I would have been able to maintain my composure, especially through the end. Yeah, yeah. But is what it is. Um, you gonna do any more battles? I want to battle him again. Yeah, rematch for, for two hundred dollars. All right, that um, would be fucking awesome. Other people don't want me to battle him right away because we just battled. Yeah, um, and they want me to battle someone else to get my battle credits up. I yeah. guess, um, but I figure I want to battle him for two hundred, win the hundred that I should have won. And win the hundred back that I lost. There you go. You know, um, I also get motivated. I also uh, I called out two other kids. Um, I definitely saw that. <laughs> Did you? Oh yeah. Who'd you call out? Um, his name's Matt Clark. He goes by MC Motion. Okay. Uh, uh, I saw him talking shit on one of your posts once, and then you were going back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, so I got in, I got in his inbox, and uh, he still hasn't responded to me. So. Uh, scared. I don't know. I, I had some choice words for him one night on some Facebook. Choice words. Some very choice words for him that I ended up uh, taking down. Yeah. Uh, you know. Feel like I've been there. <laughs> it happens. You know. Um, I also called out two delinquent. Um, really? Who hit me in the messenger and said he felt like we were too good of friends to battle. But I said that's what makes it more fun. And, you can still battle his friend. Well, and uh, in the conversation that we had, there was a he, he threw a couple of shots. So uh, I think he might actually be in for a battle with me. All right. He's battling next Thursday. No, the thirtieth. Um, I think at Maggie's actually. Uh, he's in some. Uh, it's like a tournament, battle tournament type thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so those are, that's who's on my radar. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, if, if it comes along, it comes along. I think you definitely, you're definitely cut out for the battle thing. If you, if you work at it, you know? Yeah. You get a few battles under your belt, and I feel like, you know, I feel like that's a good lane for you. It is definitely a, uh, I definitely have a lot it more. It fits respect. your, like, persona, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did throw water on the kid. You did. You did do that. First round. You did do that. 
That's a good way to get your dick punched. Yeah, that, that got some mixed reviews. <laughs> I'll be honest, ain't nobody throwing the water at me. <laughs> no, I, I was expecting that him was, to swing, to be honest. No, he just took off his sweatshirt. Yeah, he ate it. <laughs> he ate it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like he knew it was coming or something. But I, he, but I don't think he knew it was coming. I don't know. I definitely would not be expecting to get drenched. But yeah, yeah so I, I tossed water on him. Um, you know, I... But I got a lot more respect for battle rappers. Uh, like, I had a lot of respect right. for them anyways. But once, once you do it, you realize, yeah. like... There's <laughs> so much work. Yeah. And so much... Preparation. Like, yeah. Not just preparation. Fucking preparation. You have, like... Because you got to think about... Not, not only do you have to memorize what you got for him, mm -hmm. you got to think about what he's going to say about you. Yep. So you have rebuttals ready. And it's not like going up and performing... A handful of songs that you performed a handful of times. Yeah. You can't if you go up and you got the music playing behind you, the instrumental and everything. If you fuck up a couple words here and there, no one's gonna notice. If you're in the battle and it's dead silent, everyone's silent. Yeah. You know, and you fuck up like yeah. you know you fucked up. Everyone yeah. knows you fucked yeah. up. Yeah. So uh, and that actually kind of that's what happened to me in the third round. Right. And like if you fuck up and the other guy doesn't fuck up and it was kind of toe to toe point, like that's kind of the dagger right there. Yeah. So I mean you just I don't fuck up like you would have you would have won. <laughs> I still got good reactions no, after you did. I you did. I didn't so I didn't I wasn't going to choke. I was determined not to choke. No, so you, I, I stopped my third round. I don't yeah, know if yeah. you've seen. It. I saw it. Okay. I see everything. <laughs> so uh, for the people who haven't seen it, uh, I started my third round after the first, like, six bars or so, immediately drew a blank. Because I had used some of what I was using at that point in one of the other rounds. That's why you maybe shouldn't have been drinking. Yeah. Have a good day. Yeah, yep. exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All comes back to that. Yeah. It's always the booze. Um, a little booze is good to loosen you up a little bit, but not too much. Yeah. I was, <laughs> well, and I'm not that I'm giving myself an excuse to drink, but... I was expected to be on about 10, 30, 11 o'clock, not 12.45. That's always how it goes there, in Maggie's Lounge. I know. <laughs> well, two of the other, uh, I guess, four other battlers didn't show up, each in the same battles. So, um, you know, that is what it is. But, yeah, my, so mine got pushed back to the end, and I just... Getting antsy, waiting. Yeah. And spending too much time in your own head. Yep. Yeah. Having a couple too many. I, I was just drinking beer, so. Pops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you live and you, you live and you learn. Yep. Next time, I guarantee, like, if you're more prepared. I mean, if you didn't screw up in the third round, you had them. Yeah. I, like. So, I. So, I would want to battle him again if I were you. Yeah. I mean, you prematurely evacuated. That's what I did. You never want to prematurely evacuate. <laughs> it ends up making you look like a shithead. <laughs> so, yeah. I uh, I just, I didn't choke. I fast-forwarded through the third round. I, yeah. said, I said, fuck it, we'll cut it to the end. Because I knew the end. Yeah. Uh, I just think... I think my second round was better than it hit with the whole crowd. And... I think it's a response-driven thing, basically. Yeah. Basically, yeah. So the crowd, the crowd dictates the cadence of how things go. Yeah. I, th I think, like in my opinion, I feel like the second round was like 
it could go either way. Yeah. Uh, so online, I saw a lot of people saying John Locke three zero, and I don't think he no, won the first round. No, it wasn't 3-0. No, no, you won the first round. And then, like I said, the second round I thought was kind of a toss-up. I yeah. did end it a little short, but yeah. Um, no, but whatever. Uh, that is what it is. Um, so that's been what's new with me. What's new with Jackie Boy? Uber strike. Uh, Uber strike. We won't participate in the Uber strike. Uh, I worked that day. Did you make one? <laughs> I worked that I day. Did. You crossed that fucking line. Yep. Scabbed. Uh, <laughs> no, he was already employed. All right. Yeah. I mean, still scabbed. <laughs> um. What else? What else? Don't uh, Well, our last episode was our video episode with Justin Clancy. Yep. Um, I went to his show a couple weeks ago. With the real AKT? With the a- real AKT. Who I'm now a fan of. I didn't even know who is that it guy AK? was. Is it AK? It's right. just AK. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, AKT is the action. But yeah, I didn't even know who that guy was, but he was really good. And Justin killed it as always, so that was fun. Um, a lot of new music coming out lately. I'm working on a playlist right now that's going to be available on Spotify. I'm going to be updating <laughs> it weekly. Just with New England Year, I'm going to like make... Hell yeah, I dig it. So that's what I'm doing. And then uh, sports-wise, things have been all right. I mean, the Bruins, obviously, are in the cup finals. Yep. So let's... uh, We're about to get our third championship in a year. 104 days. Hopefully. Which will be just insane. Um, Celtics fucked it up. We could have had all four, but it's all right. We'll we'll bitch about them later. Yeah, we'll bitch about them later. Let's talk about the team that's playing in the cup finals next week in like a few days <coughs> so Monday's game one Monday right uh, they need to wrap up the series out the west the, uh, I think they officially announced that Monday's game one though it's possible I mean I, I, I they're running out of days so uh, running out of games I know the uh, I know the uh, the blues are up in the series they won today so it's uh, three to one. Three to one. Three to two. Three to two. Yeah. God bless. <laughs> I I've watched a handful of that series, and I know it's a West Coast offense, obviously. Oh yeah. But I just feel like the Bruins put them in the bullets. The boys ain't gonna want to keep coming out. It's a, it's a I'll I'll be honest with you. Whether it's the Blues or the Sharks. I yeah. I think I think the Bruins match up better with the Blues than the Sharks. Yes. Uh, but I think both teams are definitely beatable. Uh, the uh, the Sharks defense, their first, their top pair, they're nasty, and not not just as a banded brother, but um, you know Brent Burns is a serious problem. He's yeah. had a tough series. Uh, St. Louis is very fast, so. Um, this is why they play the games. Yep. yep. So we'll see where it goes. They have, uh, and I learned this from a San Jose, San Jose fan earlier today. Uh, I guess their past, like the past seven periods or so, the shocks have looked like very tired. Oh yeah. You know, I they, agree with that. I think. They definitely look slower than the Blues. Yeah, like watching today. San Luis is a fast team to begin with. They they they're uh, they're they're a much faster team than uh, than the Sharks anyway. It was nice to see in the uh, in the Bruins clinching game that the uh, the top line started to you know play with a little more confidence. 
For sure. That was important to see. All three of them had the goal, right? Exactly. And multiple points. They yeah. carried the offense. They did. Which was, you know, they looked a little suspect in uh, game two and game three. But to see to see the uh, top line perform, the team the team live and, lives and dies with that line. Pasternak obviously has had an, a very impressive season. Yeah. Bergeron is stellar as ever, and I'm I'm actually pretty proud of uh, brother Brad, who's uh, done a really good job of keeping his composure, still being a shithead, getting under people's skin, but yeah. staying out of the penalty box. Right. right. Yep. Which is clutch. And staying out of the suspension. No question. The, uh, pain in the ass. Well, <laughs> oh, so place. cute, but she's so awful. There's a special place for her. Yeah. Big shout outs to Lon. Bite that motherfucker. No. So the Carolina Hurricanes were a joke of an opponent. Still the Whalers. Still the yeah. Whalers. The Hartford Whalers. Um, I don't know how they ended up in the conference finals. Uh, watching that series. I suspect Jesus Christ might have had something to yes. do with that. How they were able to take. The Capitals to seven and win. It doesn't make any sense. I can't, I can't do it. Because we didn't see anything from them. Four straight. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, they swept, they swept the, the Islanders. I don't think the Islanders had shit anyway. But yeah. the fuck, the uh, Stanley Cup champions to seven a game. Uh, I I got a lot of respect for Rod Brindamore as a player. Um, I don't know if all of his coaching moves are. Uh, on par with his playing career, you know, not pulling the goaltender and <coughs> a couple of things he did were pretty suspect. Yeah. I think he has a system and he's hell-bent on sticking to it, but uh, sometimes you live and sometimes you die by the sword you fight with, so yeah. um, I think in hindsight he probably would have pulled that goaltender because he couldn't stop a fight. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, well, and what was it, going into game Game four or game three, they had asked him if he's uh, if he or who the goalie's gonna be going into three. And he, oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. goes, that's from. Uh, he goes, I know who's starting or something. He like sounded that. like an idiot in that he, press conference. He definitely did not sound like he had uh, eaten his Wheaties for breakfast. Yeah, no. I mean, you would never hear Bruce Cassidy talking like that. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Shout out to Bruce Cassidy, who I think has done an unbelievable job. Incredible. Incredible. Me. And I, I love the fact that he's as candid as he is. Yeah. Claude, yeah. Claude I think, was a good coach, but they, yeah. I think he may have overstayed his welcome as far as his system is concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely a breath of fresh air. Cassidy allows these kids to skate. It gets so old as a consumer. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think Cassidy's done a wonderful job with this squad. Such a good balance of talent as well as veteran leadership. Yeah. Very sad, you know, for me to kind of watch the passing of the torch. I think it's very evident that that Big Z yeah. is, uh, you know, he is obviously the captain, but it's I think as far as the defensive core is concerned, this is McAvoy's team. Yeah, yeah, and and good Absolutely. to see young Charlie uh, He's stepping up, let his balls drop a little bit, right, and uh, you know play his game. I think that he's been somewhat lazy. Uh, in 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 his game, you know, yeah. in the middle of the season, and he definitely you know went and grabbed for second because he's rolling out at this point. He's been a, a, a definitely a big big bright spot in this year's playoff push, for sure. They uh, and even the guys, you know, third and fourth line carrying us through the first. No question. I think bringing back Corrali after injury, the fact he was able to stash 
as far as came back, I think that that you know set some precedents. It was tough when Achari went out, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it's nice that he's back. And uh, yeah, the fourth line, third line played great. Backus was a huge part of that. Yeah, I love Backus back in there. You know, it's 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 he, he's such a he's such a tough player because he's a shell of his former self. But the, I think the guy that he is in the room and what he means to some of that, you know, as far as as far as the uh, leadership is concerned, I think is is a huge part of when that team's clicking. Yeah. And he, he's embraced the like the role of just going out and he's a player coach. I mean, he's out he's out there for those kids. He's out there for a spark. I mean, he's not he's not going to score all the goals. He can't fight. He's had 370 concussions. He's probably not going to be able to form sentences when it's all said and done. <laughs> but, you know, as as far as uh, you know, teaching these kids how to do things the right way, uh, I don't think his leadership is uh, can be overlooked. That's for sure. No, definitely not. Tuca. Oh, let's talk about Tuca. Let's. I'm the biggest Tuca hater in the world, and a I, lot of people are. And I would a like to just for the record, I would like Tuca in and around my mouth. Okay, <laughs> because that man is a motherfucking stud. You know, yeah. there's, there's the old adage in hockey is is that if you have a you know, a decent team, and you catch a hot goaltender, yeah. you can ride that motherfucker up to Lord Stanley. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Tim Thomas, 2011. I, Tim, I, I was not a big Tim Thomas fan either, to yeah. be perfectly honest with you, because he was so unconventional and tough to watch. Yeah. You know, not that I'm, you know, Johnny Hockey or anything, but you watch some of the shit that that kid did, and it was like, get in the fucking net. Yeah, you know, <laughs> running all around. What are you doing? Like he had a load in his fucking pants or something. <laughs> but yeah, Tuca has literally been the savior of this club. Oh yeah. And uh, there, there were nights where they, they didn't look fresh, they weren't popping, they weren't hitting, and he stood on his fucking head. He's won them some games. Yeah. And that's that's what you need. You need a goaltender. He's he's uh, you know to count as far as games are concerned. I think he's stolen three games. Yeah. And uh, that's that's the you know the clutch to to being able to. Uh, you know, even get a sniff at that that trophy. Yeah, it was good to see the boys do the right thing when the Prince of Wales trophy came out. Didn't I touch was, it. I was explaining no to my touchy. I was explaining to my girlfriend how superstitious hockey players are. Yeah, and uh, when when Z came out in full pads and skates after being a scratch, heaven only knows what the fuck happened to him. I don't know if it was a, people had, you know, said that it could potentially be a maintenance day. I mean, the guy's forty-two years old. He can he can only walk on water, eat bullets, and shit ice cream for so long. Yeah. Um, but when he came out and they they didn't get anywhere near that trophy, that was a sign that, you know, they're doing it the right way. They have that, as I said, veteran leadership, and yeah. they're gonna. I think they're gonna make a they're gonna make a serious push. That's for sure. Yeah. Are you worried about the layoff killing their momentum at all? It's a tough, tough, tough. call. You know. Yeah. It, 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 in different playoff series in years past, you know, when you hear the laundry list of what's wrong with these guys when the season's over, from, from you know, Bergeron with the lung issues and, you know, being in the hospital for days after the series, yeah. um, I think it's good for a lot of those guys that are a little longer in the tooth to have that, you know, couple of days to get back. These guys are professionals. This is what they do. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing that would concern me is the Tuca factor. You know, because when, when, when a goaltender is seeing beach balls, and you can see it, he's poised around erratically. When Tuca's fucking up, which he certainly can, he's very erratic in his movements. Yeah. But he's moving very smoothly, side to side, left to right. 
He's coming out of the crease. He's cutting down his angles, but you can tell in his eyes when you look in that gold cage that he sees the puck. Yeah. So he's as far as right now. He's Walked in is the term that they use. Yeah. Uh, and I would say if there's anything that could potentially be a setback to the team with the layoff would be, you know, not keeping the goaltender moving. I'm sure the team is not sitting sitting at the Holiday Inn, uh, you know, eating bonbons. So, no, uh, no. Um, we'll see. I mean, like I said before, this is why they play the games. Right. right I'm yeah. looking forward. We'll say that. Definitely going to be fun either, either if we play the Blues or if we play the Sharks. I w- I would personally like to see the Sharks. I would like to see the Sharks just because Joe Thornton. I like the I like the Jumbo Joe thing. I yeah. was a huge Thornton fan as a kid. I love Thornton. He was one of my first like favorite <coughs> hockey players growing up. I bought the jersey and they, they traded him. Yeah, my fucking curse. And then he won MVP the year they traded him. <coughs> exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Just typical Bruins shit before the uh, the new regime came in, so to speak. Yeah. And you know, basically Jacob said that he wanted a salary cap. And he spends to the cap now, so that was that was the big the big knock on the Bruins in years past is that they weren't willing to spend. They had two, three, four guys that were out of this world, and a lot of big players. If you look at the team in the, uh, I don't know how old you guys are, but if you look at the team, the first team that I fell in love with was the eighty nine ninety season, and um, if they had you know a little bit more than role players. Not that they would have beaten the uh, the Oilers because boy were they a fucking wagon. Yeah. You look at that roster nowadays and they're all all the famous. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they would have at least competed a little bit better. For sure. I think I'd kill that dog if I were you. <laughs> I'm just I'm just being perfectly honest. Get over here. She's got the cell phone charger in her mouth and she's clawing the fucking couch. God bless. <laughs> what are you doing, Marley? The newest member. Yeah, the newest member of the clan. So, uh, as far as, do we have a prediction for uh, either, either both teams? Well, I think if we, if we play the Blues in a prediction, if we play the Sharks. I think the Bruins are on a mission. I don't think, I think they're, they're taking the cup. A lot of people know. think they're a team of destiny. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, the, that's the one thing uh, about hockey, though. Is, is as I said, if you, you catch the right team on the right day, right. they're virtually unstoppable. And, and I've, I've heard the team of destiny thing thrown around. Bruins look fucking strong. They do. You know? they do. And I don't, I don't I think mean, at this point it much matters who they play. Well, like 2013, you know, Tuca was great up until the, the cup final. He was great until he was not. Right. And then when he was not... So until he seconds. until he finishes the job, there's always that chance that he's gonna crumble at some point. Oh, you know? Please don't. Son. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't want to have to kill him. <laughs> so I'll that threaten- would be my I'll- one concern, I guess. But uh, I don't know. They're just I've threatened his life on more than one occasion, <laughs> on record, and uh, surprised I haven't been indicted. But um, yeah, Tuca better not play any of that stupid fucking. Took a shit if he knows what's good for him. Yeah, they got a good thing going on down there. Yeah, they definitely do for sure. Just keep doing what they're doing. I mean, they're unbeatable right now. If if not unbeatable, damn close. Damn yeah. close. Damn close. So yeah, I'm taking the bees. Gotta be seven. Se- yeah. I, Six I don't or know. seven. I got a feeling. Slow down, Dave. It might be like. A- Come on. Don't take. Don't. Don't. I'm, I'm saying the, six. Bees don't six, drink so the Kool Aid, bro. <laughs> It's I mean, I'm thinking, I would love, I think if they play the Sharks, it'll go seven. I think if they play the Blues, it'll go six. 
show up. I just show up. What's I your just, prediction? I seven, bro. I seven. think you know it's the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. You know, there's no more difficult you know playoff structure in all of sport. Mm-hmm. So for any team to get there, you know, there's that that intangible, that hunger, that that want. You know, there's a lot a lot that goes into this season. Is you know, 82 games, but it's it's the second season that is so much different right. than any other sport. It's so grueling. It's so intense. And uh, it, it takes such a, a toll on these guys, mind, body, souls. Um, but as, as far as, I, I, don't, I don't think that they can be beaten this year, in all honesty. Yep. So I, if, I, if I were to make a pick and I don't make picks, old Trucker Nuts says B's and seven. B's okay. and seven. B's and seven. You're right. You got them in... If they play the Blues, oh, yeah. it's seven six. if it's seven if it's the Sharks. Right. He bumped his fucking head. <laughs> it's got to be seven. <laughs> I'm saying uh, six. <laughs> crazy. Well, oh, Blues. I would and I would let I would rather see them play the Sharks. I would I want to see it go seven. Yeah. See him take it in the guy. <sighs> Parade. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Cue the duck boats. Yep. Third time in a year. Yeah. Wild. That's incredible. Wild. It's it's incredible. Unprecedented. It's happened, but it's been a long time. The thirties, I think, was the yeah. last time. The Red Wings. Yep. The do- the the, yeah. uh, the Detroit um, Tigers and oh, fuck me. Pistons. Pistons must have been the Pistons. Must have been, yeah. Well, unless it was a different name. Could have been anything. Yeah. Could have been the Detroit <laughs> shit. What a beautiful city Detroit is. Yeah. <laughs> have you have you been? I haven't been. Don't. Don't. I wouldn't have a reason to go. No. <laughs> Fire and brimstone. It's computer. It start after what thirty minutes. Yeah. And you got so, started over again. So we just remember where we left off. So at least we. I don't know why it does that. It's fucking annoying. Yeah, on the phone it doesn't. It happen. doesn't happen. Oh yeah. shit! Speaking of which. Where were we? Detroit. Detroit. That, that beautiful fire and brimstone shithole in Detroit. <laughs> the armpit of the East Coast. <laughs> Honestly, it, it really is. You know, yeah. beautiful place. I'll probably never end up there for any reason. Yeah, I don't think... The only reason I would go is to see a Tigers game, but why would I go see the Tigers? You wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't. Is it a nice park that they have? I don't know. It looks pretty nice, but I'm sure yeah, around it is. It's, yeah, it's nice, but the, it's surrounded by... Probably like going to... Uh, Camden Yards. It's not that nice around yeah. Camden Yards. I've been to Camden yeah, Yards a couple no. times. Baltimore Murderland. It's <laughs> another beautiful city. No wonder they love Ray Lewis. I've been to Camden Yards a couple times. Whoa. <laughs> the left hook. <laughs> I came around that snapped right out. Speaking good old, of... Good old Ray Lewis. Speaking of hooks, did you guys see Deontay Wilder? I saw oh that. Oh my God. Yep, I saw that. That was... Yeah. Wow, 53 seconds left in the first round. The guy's got 41. He's 41 and 0, and he's got 40 career knockouts. Yeah, that. And he's the, trying to kill somebody. The re, the Literally. recoil on that shot, boy. He's yeah. actually trying to kill somebody. Like Literally. he said that. Yeah, that's he's, a bad man right there. Yeah, I wouldn't want. To <laughs> he cross said he him. wants a body on his record. So. I believe it. <laughs> he's got it in him. He does. Definitely, definitely about that life. Yeah, he. Uh, wow, that punch. Wow. They felt it in Brazil. They did. That's the, that's the announcer's. I know. That was a great call by the announcer. It was a good call. I like that a lot. I, I was dying laughing. But yeah, that was uh, that was definitely incredible. 
did I see another thing? Um, what's what's the next fight? <coughs> Diaz is fighting someone. I don't know. Nate Diaz is getting. Uh, I forget who he's fighting. I think it's for for a belt. I'm not sure. I don't know. I, don't know. I saw I saw an ad for it. Uh, or no, that they agreed to it finally, or the flyer came out or something. Or whatever. Um, I feel like I never know about those things until like right before they're about to happen and all the hype happens and I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch this. McGregor, he's just selling But I mean, that now. the one, the fight last night, or it was last night, right? Yeah, it was last night. It was on pay-per-view, right? Uh, it was on Showtime. Do you have to pay for that? Like, It's a subscription you get. Okay. It's like HBO. Okay. Because like, imagine paying for a fight that lasts like less than a minute. <laughs> I've definitely seen it. Yeah. That's crazy. Definitely seen it. That's... hundred bucks? Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough hit. Yeah, it really is. You gotta get your poison on that. Well, we, uh, yeah, what him, uh, Owen, me, Owen, and I forget one of his boys. Uh, the last McGregor fight, we, uh, yeah, against Khabib, I, we, I went over his house. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I think I think that was only like sixty bucks. <coughs> but we all, we literally turned it on, saw the end of the fight right before, and then what? At least you know. What if I spend a hundred bucks to see a fight? Right now, I use <laughs> typically just stream them. Yeah. I mean, just, you pay yeah. for all your songs you, too, right? Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. definitely do. You oh, find like a shitty stream usually though. It's not like I don't eh. know. I've streamed them before, and it's like there's someone like getting up in front of the camera. Like I don't uh, know. I've got I've got good. You got good, good ones? ones? Yeah. I don't know. They're usually pretty shaky. I can't. I can't disclaim where I get them. No, of course nah, not. There'll be none of that. Nope. We don't talk. Get what? I'm not disclaiming where I get anything. Nothing. Never. So, jump into some socks talk. Uh, they pulled it out today. today. Avoided the sweep. Yep. Um, they were looking great until this like recent skid that they've been on. Has been incredible. A, a man among boys. Seventeen strikeouts in seven innings with the loss. Never been done before. Got the loss, which is uh, just bullshit. Fuck. That is terrible. That's a game you cannot lose. I know. Like yeah, you I'm... can't lose that. Yeah, that was frustrating. That's sure. that's got to be the worst loss of the year so far. It's up there. And there's been some bad there. ones. Yeah. But you don't let your ace, especially when you've been struggling early. And he had, you know, kind of bounced back early in the season, I mean. Yeah, they did. He started, like, you know, they had lost the first, his first five starts or whatever. Exactly. And he finally has, you know, one of the greatest outings in the history of baseball, and you don't get him the win? That's, yeah, that sucks. Of, that's tough. Yeah. Definitely a tough L to take. You got to pick up your starter. I do like, I did like his comments afterwards, though. He said I didn't like giving up the home run. Well, that's Chris Sale for you. Yeah, no, he, no. he takes accountability, and that's why class people, act. That's why people like him in Boston. Yep. yep. And that's why people don't like Kyrie Irving. Exactly. <laughs> Kyrie, get him Kyrie who? Kyrie. Kyrie's gone. Byrie. 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 <laughs> Bait it. So uh, we got uh, Price is pitching tomorrow. Yep. Uh, back off the DL with his elbow. Yep. Magic elbow. The IL. So the IL, yes. DL constrictor would be the down. Oh, another thing that happened to me uh, recently since our last podcast, I almost ran over Xander Bogarts. Oh, you did? Yep. You did. Was driving by Fenway in the afternoon, and someone runs out into the street, and I slam on my brakes, and he stops right, like, right in front of me, and it's fucking Xander Bogarts. 
I swear to God. And he turned around and walked back. And then I, <laughs> and then I kept going. <laughs> Christ. It was his fault. He ran in front of me. Xander Bogarts, you can't hit Xander Bogarts. No, I can't. No. I almost put him on the I.L. Wow. <laughs> that could have been the D.L. all over again. That would have been the dead list. <laughs> right. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Good thing that it was, was definitely attention. his fault. Shout, out, exactly. shout out to pedestrians in Boston. Yeah, seriously. No regard for Clowns. cars. Seriously. People think they can just cross without looking. Like, we're just going to stop. And that's what he did. Like, no disrespect to Xander, great player, but, you know, look both God, ways. God forbid me in a 100,000-pound fucking truck. Yeah, right. <laughs> Crucified. Speaking yeah. of which, I did see the, uh, that post you posted earlier. The yield post that I picked up off WCVB? Yep. No, oh, I just saw that. People don't realize whole right side of a truck, Floyd, yeah. all the way back behind the, the, uh, the door... There's nothing there. You can't see anything. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, when you're on the big road, on the interstate, on the highway, you know, you have the right of way. You know, I don't I don't have to yield to you. Yeah. So, when you, you come out into the travel lane all fucking willy-nilly, you better make sure you've got a runway to fucking go when you... When, when you get out there, right? Or you know, or, or use use the uh, use the ponies and get out there, because if you if you're out there and and not not being uh, not doing the right thing, you could very easily get caught up in one of those twenty two wheels. Yeah. And uh, God forbid. I saw something you posted like a couple weeks ago that was it was a picture of like a car in front of a truck, and then it said. This yeah, is what it I looks ripped, like from I, my view, and you couldn't see the car at all. I ripped off that picture from. And I honestly didn't side. know. I didn't realize it was that, like. Yeah. Like you really couldn't see the car at all. I mean, there's, there's so many intangibles when it comes to yeah. trucks. You got the length of the hood. You got, you know, the driver's preference as far as where he sits. I take every ounce of air out of my seat. I sit on the floor. It's the most comfortable for me. Yeah. Um, a lot of guys put air in their seat so they're bouncing around like a clown. I sit on the floor and the, the, the seat moves back and forth. It's like a, I don't know, that's my sweet spot. But, yeah, the thing is, is that, I, in my opinion, everybody that gets a driver's license, a Class D license, should have to go out with a truck at least once. I don't know how you would ever be able to facilitate something like that. But yeah. just to see the vantage point and just to see that, you know, you talk about blind spots. There's a lot more blind spots than there are sight spots. Yeah. And you have to have the mentality that everybody on that road is trying to kill you. The biggest <laughs> thing right now is the weather gets nice is the fucking motorcycles. On my way on my way over here on ninety five, somebody on a fucking a YZ fucking nine thousand seven seven hundred and whatever, you know, going <laughs> going three hundred miles an hour on his back wheel, in and out of traffic, and I'm just I'm thinking to myself, I'm gonna see this guy in a fucking heap somewhere. You know, there's nothing that is that shakes me up more than hearing the door when I'm driving. Yeah. Because you, you know, it, it's not it's not just you. You could be the most skilled rider in the world, but everybody else out there. And the fact, you know, I drove motorcycles for years. I'll never, ever have another one because of cell phones. Nobody is paying attention to what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. The last thing that you're doing while you're driving is mm, driving. So you're, you're updating your status, you're taking fucking selfies, you're jerking off your mother, and, 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 you know, distracted driving is real deal shit. And when you're on two wheels with no fucking doors, I don't like my chances. No, definitely not. So is that. That's, uh, you know, uh, 
go back to the blind spots and everything. I mean, just I I mean, I see it all the time. Right, right down here, I see it. They, they drive right down the middle lane, <coughs> and uh, you know, I I always think like, you know, what what goods are gonna do? Like some some asshole might open their door. Yeah, you see, where swerving in and out. Definitely. And when it, and, and back to you know the the truck manage point. You know, we we're, we're the uh, we're the princes of the highway, so we're held at a different, you know, a different accountability level when it comes to these things. And nine out of ten times, whether it is or it isn't, the truck is at fault. You know, so you you could be minding your own fucking business, you know, and stop and go traffic, and somebody somebody decides that they have to get around you at all costs. They're on your, your they're on your passenger side front tire, getting ready to take the left in front of your truck. There's seven inches for them to get in there. They make that move. You can't see them. And the next thing you know, you're pushing them up the fucking road. Yeah. That's definitely happened to me coming out of the fucking tunnel. Really? Yep. I was pushing a camel there. Have you had any bad accidents? No? Knock on wood, I haven't had any bad ones. I've had certainly some serious close calls. That's for sure. The longer you drive, the more miles you put on... More the more shit you see, right. and the more chance there is that right. you can get Absolutely. fucked up. <laughs> Absolutely. It's the law of averages. You can't argue exactly. with it. But yeah, I've been very lucky. For almost almost 20 years I've been driving a truck. I haven't had any big dust-ups. Good. I've definitely hit my share of shit. Yeah. Anything that big, you're, you're bound to hit something. But right. grace of God, I've been lucky. I know in the past four years that we've known each other, I've definitely... Take him to notice when trucks are on the road, yeah. and I stay out of the way. I, I mean, and I don't even really have a small car, but I just make sure I'm way in the view if I'm gonna. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, it should, it should be, and it comes down to you know mutual respect. You know, right? You let, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to hinder another man's ability to earn. You don't want to, you know, make something unsafe for somebody else. So, you know, it's just, it's about having respect. As, as crazy as it sounds, not that anybody these days does, but. <laughs> I, I appreciate you, brother, looking out for us, cause it's a nasty road out there, and it's getting it's getting yeah. worse and worse. I find myself getting pissed sometimes when I see cars like oh, it's yeah. I'm like definitely. I mean, I now that I see the other side of it, you know, I have like the utmost respect for truck drivers, cause I just look at those things when I'm on the road, and I'm like, how the fuck do you drive that thing? <laughs> like I, when I see them trying to take turns at intersections, and like you know they're taking up the whole fucking intersection, I'm like that. That looks fucking. That looks hard. It's a, it's a skill. <laughs> it's not a skill, yeah. Not everybody can do it. Right. But it's it's the fact that you know everybody out there is literally trying to kill you, trying to ruin your day. Right. I'm lucky now that most of my driving is you know north of the city, and I don't have to deal with too many too many cars. But yeah. It, there's a lot to be said for mountain driving. It's just me and the motherfucking. Uh, most days I I pick up a load of trash in Oxford, which is a town. Uh, just south of uh, Worcester, mm-hmm. and I take it out to Bethlehem, New Hampshire. There's a landfill called North Country, so 93 North. Yeah. It's about, I don't know, two and a half, three hours, depending on traffic, all the way up to, yeah. up, up into Franconia Notch, the uh, the single lane, dead, deadliest fucking terrain <coughs> in the Northeast. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's tough driving, that's for sure. With 110,000 pounds of yeah, fucking Yeah, that, that makes it a little more tough. <laughs> I had a 600 horsepower Detroit. I'm going 30 miles an hour up these hills. Yeah. Every one of those ponies is stroking. Damn. For sure. 
What's the farthest you've gone? Like farthest away you've gone? Uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Tennessee. And that's how the Boston Trucker was born. So, okay. um, do a little history lesson. I was working for a company running up their low bed, company U.S. Paper out of Woburn, Massachusetts. And I got a call on a Sunday that the driver of their race car hauler had been sick in Loudon, New Hampshire. So the, uh, the COO of the company called me on my cell phone and said, we need you to take the, the truck, trailer, and race car team to Tennessee. And I said, uh, go fuck yourself. I didn't want any part of that. So <laughs> upon reconsidering, after the phone rang three or four times uh, again, uh, basically saying, you're the only guy for the job we got, and either you do it or uh, we're fucked. I said, you know, you'll pay me my hourly rate, you'll, uh, you know, give me some per diem, put me up in a hotel, fly me back, you know, that day, I'm not staying out here any longer than I have to. Yeah. Being a guy that's always slept at home, I've never slept in a truck and have no interest in doing so. Yeah. So, um, one of the guys in the, uh, in the garage said, you should do a vlog. And I'm like, what the fuck is a vlog? He goes, just make little videos about where you are, what you're doing, what you see. And the Boston Trucker was born. So wow. my first videos, if you go back on YouTube, they were not very good. But <laughs> I, uh, I learned how to do it. I carved the niche and yeah. here I am. Nice. Awesome. So it was all on the trip down to Tennessee. That was it. That's where it started. How long ago was that? <sighs> Four, almost five years ago. Okay. okay. Yep. Almost five years ago. So then what, because um, you had... Uh, what was, I remember, like, I remember it wasn't just one video. I saw, like, three the first time I saw you. Well, I saw you before I uh, knew you, knew the band, like, knew Adrian. Yeah. So, so I, uh, I, I, you know, it starts with, you know, your, your own people sharing your shit. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, their ugly aunt from Idaho <laughs> shows it to Aunt Gertie, and then Gertie shows it to her group, and... The next thing you know, you get something. So you start getting, you know, fans and followers and droves. You start with, I remember when I hit 500 fans, I was like, holy fuck, this is huge. Yeah. And then 10,000 fans and 50,000 fans. And then, you know, I, I took it upon myself to put out a merch line. And I sold shirts and hoodies and stickers. And I shipped them all over the fucking world, as crazy as that sounds. I get people yeah. in Scotland and Norway and That's awesome. New Zealand. Where the fuck is New Zealand? The guy says we're uh, we're Australia's better looking stepsister. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good answer. A land of the long cloud, whatever that means. <laughs> the uh, but yeah, I've I've shipped I've shipped my stuff all over the place, and I've I've gained a certain amount of notoriety that you know if I if I go into a Target, not everybody always knows who they are, but they know they've seen me. Right. So I get that look. Yeah, they're like, I know you. Who somewhere. the fuck is that yeah. guy? I know you. <laughs> and I usually tell people, you probably saw me in a fucking spank flick. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> My girlfriend does not like that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you must have seen Hollywood Hot Tub Sex. <laughs> I, I was the guy with the dick long enough to put over his shoulder and burp. <laughs> like a little baby. <laughs> Too bad this is audio. You've seen that visual, and boy, was it stunning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what's like? What's been your biggest highlight about being the trucker? 
my my illustrious uh, career as an internet influencer. <laughs> um, Do you have any moments that like stand out that you like? I have. I, I mean, my my biggest video to date was the one with me and my panties in the front yard in the snowstorm. I remember video. that one. That was right. a couple of years ago, right? It was two years ago. Yep, so I that, remember that, that, that one. Was, that was the video as we're gaining inches of snow, we are losing inches of uh, penis. So it's a good line. That was a that was a big video. I had uh, I don't know four million hits on that or something stupid. Ooh, four million. Yeah, it's, I think my biggest thing that I've done with the trucker thing is that you know I I filmed a a real Hollywood um, pilot that that we've been out shopping around. I I signed a non uh, you know a do not disclose. I can't really talk much about it, but um, I've definitely done some moving and shaking as far as unscripted television goes. And nice. Everyone awesome. knows where it's gonna go. I mean, I've talked to people at different networks and. And people that have you know series that are being shot right now, I, I was reached out to two weeks ago somebody that's going to show on Amazon Prime. You know, it's this hybrid. I'm not going to tell you about it, but yeah, um, it's it's pretty cool that you have the ability to you know talk to people that you know that have you know two and three hundred IMDb credits. Right. Yeah. And talking about you yeah know, different different episode things and how we're going to do this and I just I just was was. Uh, talking to another producer about documenting something that I'm going through right now. I'm getting ready to have weight loss surgery in a couple of months, uh, bariatric surgery. And it's not because I'm a fat fuck, well, because, well, I am a fat fuck, but um, it's because I have, you know, vicious, rampant type 2 diabetes, and it's it's affected my life um, to the point where either we got to do something or... You know, I'll I'll be on dialysis and worrying about, you know, losing limbs and shit. And at thirty three years, thirty three, I don't know how fucking old I am. At thirty eight years old, <laughs> I just told the story about having a heart attack when I was 33. So, um, I've had a bunch of fucking rid ridiculous health problems in my life, and in my vocation, you need to be able to get a health card. So the long and short of it is, is that I'm getting this procedure done, and. Uh, at Newton Wellesley Hospital, Dr. Dr. Wishnia, and I'm going to leave the hospital not being diabetic anymore for the first time in about 16 years. So wow, awesome. no, no more insulin pens in my fucking pocket and needles and nice. pills and it's over. The, the thing that really uh, made a profound effect on me as far as my diabetes is concerned is I was watching the Sox game a couple of, uh, I don't know, six weeks ago or so, and I'm looking at the top left of the corner where the scoreboard is and the uh, the Nesson ticker. And I'm looking at the Nesson sign and it's blurry. And I'm going, something isn't fucking right here. So I wear contact lenses because I'm getting a little older and I can't see anything. <laughs> so I figured the contacts were bummed. So I took them out. I put my glasses on for a couple of weeks and realized that it definitely wasn't the contacts. I went and saw my ophthalmologist and she said that uh, due to your diabetic condition you have uh, bleeding and weeping in the back of your eyes. So I have to now get injections, actual needle injections into my eyes once a month for the next two years. Wow. And uh, basically was told that 10 years ago they didn't have this technology and people like me lose their eyesight. Shit. And you want to talk about a humbling experience. Yeah. The fact that somebody told you that you could potentially have the lights turned out. Right. I said, that's enough. <laughs> time, time to do something different. So 
we got the ball rolling with the weight loss surgery and uh, barring any major catastrophes, I see the cardiologist tomorrow and another consult with the surgeon and we should be looking at a late June, early July surgery date. So imagine old trucking that's at about 150, looking all fucking Bratz doll, even a giant head. <laughs> <laughs> 150. Yeah, I'm hoping that the skin just hangs off of me. And, <laughs> Like I can swing around my fupa. <laughs> like fat bastard, yeah, fat dick gold member. Yeah, my dick completely disappears. It's no disrespect, by the way. Nah, no worries. Uh, family's family. So that that's gonna lay up for a little while, no? It's they do everything arthroscopically nowadays. You know, you know procedures that would would literally leave people filleted in the middle. Uh, they do with small incisions. I'll have, they do this procedure with, with uh, a robot, as crazy as that sounds. They launch this fucking thing into your abdomen and they do all of this stuff via a, a machine, for oh. lack of a better term. So I'll have five small incisions uh, over, over the top of my belly button and uh, the healing time, it, you know, it varies for most people, but they say about six weeks is... Uh, is the most that it'll take, but I should be back to work in about 10 days. I don't work very hard. Don't tell honey, but it <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't be a big deal. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Not everybody gets a second opportunity. Yeah. And uh, I've been afforded quite a few. Three, four, five. It's actually been kind of crazy. Apparently somebody wants me here. It's probably just because I'm so strikingly handsome. It's got to be it. got to be it. <laughs> My, uh, you know, that hits home too. My father has uh, type two diabetes too. Sucks, dude. And he's, uh, geez, I don't even know. No. Well, the thing is, is that up until you know recently, these bariatric procedures were done uh, in order to you know help people that were class two and class three morbidly obese. So you have these comorbidities, uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, all these things that contributed to you know, why they did this surgery in the first place. And they did all this research and stuff, and they came up with this this, uh, this hypothesis that they could do this surgery and essentially get rid of the disease. So most people think, and I'm not saying that people are naive or anything, but this, they think that when they cut, you know, two-thirds of your stomach out, the only you know, reason that you lose weight is because that they've actually gotten rid of you know, most of your stomach, so you can't consume the same amount of food. Now, while that's correct to a certain extent, it's a, it's a very small uh, percentage of why the procedure works. And in all reality, is that your entire metabolic makeup has changed. So the way that your body produces and metabolizes things, hormones, etc., is completely different. So the way your body, you know, because type 2 diabetes... The difference between type 2 and type 1 is, is type 1, your pancreas is a decoration. It does nothing. And type 2, the pancreas decides when and if it will make uh, insulin. So when they, when they do this procedure, it stimulates, you know, in all kinds of different chemicals that are made in your intestines. So, you're, you know, I'm on max dosages of insulin. I'm on three different insulins. I'm taking handfuls of fucking pills. And in all likelihood, I will leave the hospital without having to deal with any of that stuff. And that's that's pretty remarkable. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Yeah. Shout out to Dr. Wishner. Motherfucker. <laughs>
So, uh, well, that's that's awesome to hear. Good, yeah, good luck. Incredible. You know, we're gonna be we're with you. Trucker Nation. That's it. Trucker Nation's with you. The My tr trucker hoes and trucker bros. <laughs> so. We have uh, probably a <coughs> half hour left or so. Come uh, on the Celtics? Uh, uh, sorry. Yeah, no, we got to do that. Not a half hour. Might have like another 45 minutes, an hour. Half yeah. hour to an hour. Depends. Depends how we how we keep it rolling, too. Yeah. Know? We can always just... We don't... Yeah. We can always just we kick shit We don't have a time limit. No. We don't have the bonds. Right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we can shit on the Celtics. We need to do that. They deserve it. Yeah. They definitely deserve I it. I mean, there's one guy that deserves it more than anyone. And I'll be that guy. Kyrie, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> Get out of my fucking city, you selfish fuck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Kyrie needs to go, and he's gonna go. I don't think he wants to be here. I don't think he wants to be here either. I do. I don't think he ever wanted to be here, to be perfectly honest with you. I think he wanted to be here if he could have been, you know... He, he's desperate to be the guy who leads the team, and you know, but he didn't know how to play team basketball. And he, he, he had one contributing factor to why he didn't have the ability to lead this team. Yeah. And I call it LOL, yeah. lack of leadership. He doesn't know how to be a leader. He has no idea. It's, it's not something that you can learn. Right. In life, you have alphas and you have betas. Right. There are people that lead and there are people that follow. Right. And it's not something that's learned. It's an instinctive trait, like fight or flee. And that boy did not want to fight nothing. No. He didn't want to fight for himself. He didn't want to, his performance at, at, at the end of that series with it was Milwaukee, disgusting. It was maybe the most disgusting. It thing was that I've seen in professional. I mean, for him sports. to come out and say, "Oh, I should have taken more shots. I'm going to take 30 next game," and he comes out and takes like 20 something. I was fucking it homicidal. Was, yeah, I was like, "You got to be kidding me, you clown!" The who cares comment. That was yeah. That was that was terrible. Right. Him walking off the court with 10 I mean, seconds. Well, he was still in the game. As no. Boston sports fans, we know that like there's a, there's a culture here that like or the, or there should be a culture. Well, the, yeah, what we've grown but, to accept and, and, and need right, as far as right. fans that and especially rabid. over the last few years, like a exactly. culture has grown here. Like if you're not here, you know, it, you you can just tell in the way that that guys conduct themselves in interviews and on the you know on the sidelines and stuff like that. You can tell if they're built to play in Boston or if they're not. There's and a certain amount of accountability that comes right. with playing in Boston. Right, and Chris Kyrie Sale. did not want to take any accountability for anything. Chris Sale gets it. Yeah. Chris Sale gets it. Yeah. The Bruins, most of them on this team this year, get it. Yeah. It's the cry-ass mentality that right. nobody has respect for. Right. It's, it's guys, and I know that to a certain extent David Price has redeemed himself. Yeah. But, you know, him getting up on the podium and just making excuse after excuse. Yeah. And last year with the, the, you know, the carpal tunnel shit from... Him playing fucking film. Right. Shout out to my son who I throw his PS4 out the fucking window at least once a year. <laughs> and I don't say that as a joke. I literally pick it up and right out the fucking window. So, you know, you know, all of these guys have to understand the position that they've been put right. in. They paid millions and millions of dollars right. to play a boy's sport. And I'm not it's not a gender thing, so shut the fuck up. But it's it's a, to be able to have the talent, and I'm not saying that they don't deserve to be compensated the way that they are, because guess what? I can't chuck threes from the fucking line. Well, and uh, you know the I can't we're, we're the ones who consume it and give them all exactly. that money, basically. I mean, it is. So. It's, it's 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 a sport, it's a pastime, it's right. a consumption thing. But at the end of the day, 
it's got to be something that's palatable that the that the ma the masses will consume. Yeah. And when you put out a product like Kyrie Irving was willing to do in the last yeah. two games. Sorry. Keep that thought. So Kyrie's just been, you know. He doesn't get it. No. Um, the, um, how how would we left off about, um, you know, just not having. He doesn't have the testicular fortitude to he, lead. He doesn't have any leadership skills. And he thinks that just because he's the most talented player on the team, that he needs to be the leader. And I also think that when the Celtics went on a run last year to Game 7 of the Conference Finals without him, I think I think it crippled him. As I think yeah. that made him that. jealous because he's not, he's the type of guy that would get jealous about something like that. No question about it. Yeah, no, I sure. think I think the fact that the Celtics had the success that they did last right. year, I think was definitely detrimental to the entire program. Right. In the sense that, you know, people like, besides his ego, I I think that it it was you know it was devastating to you know guys like Brown and Tatum that you know. You got one basketball, and in that sport, yeah. you know you can't you can't have you know five ones. It just doesn't right. work that way. You need guys that have the ability to come off the bench. You need guys that are willing to contribute in other parts of the of the game. I mean, I don't like Marcus Smart's <coughs> game all the time, yeah. but as far as the kid's heart and his drive to want, he's to play a guy hard, who gets it. He, he knows what it takes to play he, in Boston. That, he, that, he does. And, and you see the air quotes. It he yeah. has it. Right. So what he what he lacks as far as sheer talent, I feel like he makes up for it high. Yeah. And the fact that he's willing to dive for the ball, the fact that he's willing to fly into the stands, yeah. the fact that he's willing to defend the way that he does, it's it's a testament to, to who he is as far as his his character is concerned. Right. And you got a guy like Kyrie that, you know, has a little bit of adversity and doesn't get things his way and his binky fell out of his mouth. Right. And you know he he really did need to be coddled. Yeah. So I think I, I you know I don't I don't want to put it all on Ainge's shoulders, but I really feel like he should have fucking known this was going to happen. I mean we you know there's a lot of things and intangibles that went into the fact that the team took it short this year. The Gordon Haywood thing, you can't you can't you know you can't take away from that. You know yeah. what I mean? He had a, a legitimately what could have potentially been a career-ending injury. Right. We've all seen the clip. Yeah. We all saw it in game fucking one. Here we go again. Yeah. When 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 the big dick of the fucking world was swearing our asses all over again, you know, because that team had the potential to be special. Yeah. But, you know, it's you're only as good as the sum of your parts. And when you're not moving as a team, you're destined to fail. And yeah. they definitely proved that. I mean yeah. the difference just watching the games, the difference in the, the play from the playoffs last year to this season, the ball was not moving as much no. at all. Cause ball Kyrie, line. I mean, they, they, they defended yeah. last year. Right. You know, and they played for each other. So a guy that may not have all the talent. And this year they had to get out of the way for Kyrie to exactly. throw up all his shots. You know, and they the record when he threw up 20-plus shots this year, I think it was 10 and 20, and he would still go up and throw throw up 25 shots, knowing that, like, that would hurt his team if he... If, I mean, listen, you know, is there's no question about it that Kyrie Irving is a special basketball player. He's a special yeah. talent. Uh, I think you're right, and I'm and I I'm, I'm kind of but, embarrassed that I said that because there's oftentimes that I wonder about his his actual 
playing ability. Right. But he certainly does have all the physical gifts and attributes that it takes to be, you know, elite. Yeah. But he's not a max guy, and he no. wants to be treated like a max no. guy. He's, he's, you know, he's somebody's uh, sidekick. He right, needs, yeah. He needs he a LeBron. has yeah. never accomplished anything without LeBron on his side, as, like, as far as winning. It's very, very evident that yeah. he needs to be somebody's 1A. Yeah, and that's and needs that's, to be Rob. Right, exactly. He but he wanted to be Batman this year, and he yeah. couldn't do it. Well, he Batmaned himself the fuck out of my city, right? <laughs> exactly. And thank God for it. Yeah, yeah. And the thing, and people are like, oh, you know, we should still keep him because he can attract, you know, Anthony Davis or whatever, he's and he's still gonna, the best player on the team or whatever. But I would rather watch, <coughs> you know, if we're gonna get bounced in the second round, I'd rather I'd rather it be a fun team to watch, a likable, yeah, team. a likable team. I didn't even like this team. Right. How could you? Right. How could you like this? Like, there have been Celtics teams that lost in the first round that I liked more than this team. Exactly. And the fact that, you know, somebody like Tatum says that he wants to be the next Paul Pierce. Young man. Yeah. You know? Those are big old shoes to fill. Those are big shoes to fill. Because the truth did it right. Yeah. For 15 years, he was able to stay here. He was a consummate professional in this city. Yeah. Especially after what he dealt with is is uh you know when he was first drafted here. After he got stabbed. He got he got he got poked the fuck up over here. (laughs) He did. He did. And he's from Inglewood, California. Exactly. Yeah. So you know I don't I don't care about his 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 ties to whomever. Uh, He he will forever be a Bostonian. And, right. uh, and what he did for the city and, and that year that they that they won, I was just watching a special on, on on that year. Yeah. And listening to those guys recount that and and that trip to, you know, overseas to start it all and how Doc right. Doc came together and what they were able to do and and that scene of Kevin, you know, Garnett in the middle of the floor, anything is possible. It yeah. was fucking magic, dude. Yeah. I mean, just seeing his emotion in that interview, like you knew how much it meant to him. You don't know how much it means to Kyrie. You don't really. That was I don't Kendrick really Perkins. Yeah, he's yeah. been ripping Kyrie yeah. recently, and I that? love it. It's great. If it's I've great. seen anybody in the whole fucking planet that I wouldn't want to fuck with, Perkins, <laughs> boy. Yeah, he and, and he kind of looks like he's got that no, nobody's home thing going on. Right? Yeah, he don't really give a fuck. He might. Well, just... remember in the playoffs a couple of years ago when he was on the Cavs. He didn't even play for them, really. And they yeah. just threw him into the game at one point when we were playing them in the playoffs. And he just went up to Jay Crowder and grabbed him by the neck and threw him down. Yeah, <laughs> it, was like, it, was like, like, it was like rolling the Hanson brothers yeah. and fucking slap shots. Yeah. Go out there and get him, boy. Right. Yep. He hadn't done anything the whole yeah. series. They throw him in there the first minute. He's got Jay Crowder by the throat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, Kids my God. literally built like a fucking Buick. <laughs> I've never seen shoulders like that in my life. Broad boy, yeah. big boy. He's a big boy. But he even he like you was you was, I'm guessing you were starting to say he's got it. Yeah, exactly. You well, know? He does. He and doesn't have a ton up there. That's but he's why got he's it. qualified they, to they talk were, shit about Kyrie. 100%. Even though he's not as great of a he's not as talented of a player, he's qualified because he's, he understood what it took to sacrifice and and be a Boston. He athlete. cemented his spot right in Boston, and he was in that starting run. lineup. He was the starting center on one of the greatest Celtics teams ever. The Lakers still never beat so. that Celtics starting five. That's a fact. That starting five never lost a playoff game when they were all healthy. Yeah, yeah. they were amazing, so. and the fact that that they that run was was cut short by injury was uh, yeah. The fact that they only won one championship was disappointing because they should have won more at least. Well, speaking of Perk, had he been yeah yeah. Yeah, if he didn't get hurt in Game Six in 2010, if yeah. if KG didn't get hurt in 09, they would have run the table that year. That they, they were incredible. The best the Celtics ever were, like 
during that era was the beginning of the 2009 season. I agree. They started off 27-2 and two yep. after winning the championship, and they were just unbeatable. And then KG went down, and that was yeah, it. Yeah, everybody was talking about Bulls numbers that year, and then when KG right. went down, it was it. Yep. That yeah. was, there was nothing for them to come back from. Yeah. And that's when Rondo started to be Rondo, which was tough. Yeah, that's what him and Ray Allen really. <coughs> yeah, they don't like one another, and it was no. very evident that they, you know, there was some discourse. And that's that's the biggest part of sport is that you have to have a team. You know, when yeah. the Patriots ran out as one, is is you know campy and cliche as it may have been, I feel like it set precedence for this. Every city. team does it now. Exactly. So so obviously we set a good example by doing that. It's like you 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 put the bar up there. Yeah. And, and when you when you said that you know. We're not we're not a, a group of individuals. We play as a team. Yeah, I feel like that's that's a good mentality to have in life, not just in, that's the kind of about about loyalty and having each other's backs and doing the right thing. And when you're done with that right thing, do the next right thing. You know, because if if you if you have that that mentality that you have to you know be an individual, you you will eventually succumb in my opinion. So you you as I've said before, you are the sum of your parts. So if you have somebody that could pick you up and you could pick somebody else up, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's what the Celtics team didn't have. No, right. That was the bottom line: is that they didn't once play as a team. And the fact that they had it a year ago and then lost it all of a sudden it makes you believe well, Kyrie. Like, it's it. Ha- you have to put it on Kyrie because he's the only difference. Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, Stevens Ter- wasn't wasn't great this year. Terry Rozier, fuck him. Yeah, he's another <laughs> another fucking diva. Well, he got yeah, he, and he ain't good. His ego, yeah, his ego blew the fuck up after the playoffs last yeah. year. And, and, and it shouldn't have even blown up that much because in Game 7, he was 2 for 17. He's the reason we lost Game 7 last year. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you know, his head got too big. I still like Tatum and Brown. I think without Kyrie around, they can really I feel like be great. I feel like their plays that we can, you know, as, as, uh, as, as Boston fans and fanatics can get behind. Yeah, you know, I don't really like the fact that one of them will be undetermined. You know, spent as much time with uh, Kobe. Kobe, but um, yeah, I don't like that either. I, I don't like that either. Like, why not spend time with Pierce? He can teach you all the. You know, he might not have the raw ability that Kobe had, but he can teach you all the ins and outs that Kobe is no, teaching you. Nobody had the raw talent that Kobe. Right. Did, yeah. In my opinion, he was it. Yeah. As far as just an absolute specimen born for the sport. Mm-hmm. But as far as ego and cocky and just, I don't want to use he's like a cunt. And Plus just, he's a Laker. You're a Celtic. You're and, not supposed to work that, with Lakers. Like it's that's, just, that's like a Bruin working with a Canadian. It doesn't. You don't oh do it. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. That that really 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 bothered me. Yeah. So. I I do think because of that, I feel like. And he, I feel like he needs to be more ball dominant, anyways. But when you have Kyrie there, obviously Kyrie. Kyrie both. took opportunities away from everybody else on the team this year, especially those, especially two. those two, and especially those. Two. I mean, from what like New Year's to the All Star break on, Jalen Brown actually he looked a lot better. Yeah, than yeah. he did the first he, half. He, he had certainly asserted himself. Well, because in the first half, you know, they were still banking on Gordon Hayward to be an All Star type player, so or at least show the fuck up. Right, yeah. and then when they realized that he was, you know, only going to score thirty points every two months, then they put Jalen into that role. Well, not, not for nothing. You don't, you don't have an injury like that. No, you're and, right. You're and right. Come back in one year. I right. mean, the fact that the kid can fucking walk at this point is is a testament to him. I think what he needs to do is is to continue to 
you know, get his touches. And I feel yeah. like, I feel like, you know, in this coming season, he's he's gonna do nothing but get better. I mean, he's a gifted player. Uh, he just had a devastating injury, and I can honestly say, in my humble opinion, that most of his issues at this point are between his ears. Mentally, yeah. yeah. And and that's those are the those are the hardest demons to fight. I right. Mean, your, your ankle can only move one way. It can only, you know, do what it's supposed to do. It's yeah. the stuff between your head that, that gives you so many different intangibles. Yeah. I mean, you could tell early on in the year, especially that every time he jumped, he, he was, was thinking about it. He was looking at his foot and seeing it turn sideways, and he doesn't want to experience so, that again. So much of sport is, right. is instinctive. You know, you don't think about what you're doing, you just do it. Right. So when you start to have to think about what you're doing, yep. when I come off this leg, when I come up, yep. and I'm, I remember what it looked like when it was on fucking backwards and sideways. Mm-hmm. I suspect old boy didn't want to see that again. No. Yeah. Can you imagine looking down and seeing? Oh my. That God. was. That was brutal. Brutal. One you of got, the more brutal put, injuries I've put it, seen. Put it this way: you got to sign in and age verify on YouTube to yeah. see that motherfucker. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, it was, well, you look at everyone's reaction. They were all just like running away. Yeah, everybody was heads in their hand. It was like, oh my god! It, Five minutes into the season, exactly. <laughs> it was it was the same feeling that we had when when Brady got you know yeah. smashed against the Chiefs in the first game. Yeah. It was oh yeah. fuck. Yeah, I remember I was driving in the car, uh, listening to the game, and to uh, Grandy and Max, and I just remember Max being like. <laughs> You know, Grandy just being like, oh, Hayward's down. And then Max all of a sudden just being like, it's broken. His leg is broken. Yeah. His leg is broken. I was like, what the I'll f-? never forget the call. I was like, stuff. what the fuck just yeah. happened? It's one of those mock moments in time. Like, I remember where I was during that Patriots game. I was yeah. I was drinking beers at a 99 in, 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 uh, in Southbridge, Massachusetts. And I watched that hit against Brady. And I went, well, <laughs> there's that. Yeah. We all know. But then yeah. he had another Hall of Fame career after that, so. The tale of two cities is right. literally amazing. What he's I can't even. He said two Hall of Fame careers: one before the injury, yeah. one after the injury. Yeah, that's and incredible. I, the fact that he's able to transcend time and do what he does is still uh, otherworldly. He gets better every year. It's wild. I mean, it, this past year he obviously wasn't as good. The year before he was the MVP. You know, at, at look, age forty, he was you, the MVP. You, you have you have to look at the tools. You know, mm-hmm. imagine imagine if, if, if them as a, a franchise had given him the ingredients that he needed uh, to, uh, to 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 be an elite chef. You know, the fact that he's been able to, to cook better than anybody else with with day old bread and fucking it's incredible. You know, you know, broken and battered and I mean, discounted pieces. It's wild. If if Moss if him and Moss were together for their whole. You know, for Moss's whole prime while he was with the, the Vikings, that would have been... He'd have ran out of fucking digits to put those rings that have been on his Unbelievable. feet. Unbelievable. Yeah. That really an elite, made himself into an elite wide receiver, but... But he's still a college fucking quarterback. Exactly. Exactly. Okay? And, you know, he was molded. Right. And the fact that Brady took him under his wing and made him who he is is a true testament to the quarterback. The guy else is fucking... No, probably not. I don't not. what anybody says. And you probably know, no happened. other team would have given him that chance. That's either. my point. Yeah. And, and I mean, look, look what happened to poor Amendola. Yeah. The goal was super much, but anyway, <laughs> he uh, definitely not the same football player that he was in New England. No. When you're on Brady's team, and I mean his personal team, and and there's been a few guys, you 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 know you you can't be that somewhere else. You just don't have that ability. Yeah. So I'm I'm very interested to see what the Patriots do this year. 
because I think that they they literally had themselves the draft for drafts. Yeah, they, they did. Have Nikhil a great Harry, that they kid looks like oof. he looks like a savage. Yeah, he looks like a savage, and he he looks like the first, uh, you know, you know, number one or one B uh, receiver that 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 Brady's you know had in quite some time. It's it's obvious that the Patriots know that the clock's ticking. Yeah, and they want. The, well, it's nice of them to realize that now that he's forty-one. <laughs> I know, right? They they haven't they haven't managed things you know to the best of of ability. I would say. Yeah, but I, I think Belichick gets a little too confident in himself and his ability to turn trash into treasure. And well, his track record speaks for itself. It does speak for but, itself. But I definitely think there are some things that he could have done a lot differently. Yeah, and there are certainly some players that I feel like he he definitely dropped the ball with. Yeah. I think that's very evident, but you know. I mean, a daily is Thomas for one. Oh, you gotta bring up old shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe the worst free agent signing of all time. Yeah. That was what about uh, Albert Hainsworth too? That was he was a bag of balls <laughs> at that point. Yeah, true. You know, Thomas was was a stud. Yeah. Or what we thought should have been a stud. Right. But the word on the street is that he could read the fucking playbook. Yeah. And that's was, been the issue. Well, what? That was the issue with Chad Ochocinco, right? Yep. Literally could yeah. not understand the offense. The um, what's his name? The Daily Thomas got like fat too, though. He, yeah, that's why I gained so much respect for Randy Moss when he came to the Patriots because I like, you know, I, I didn't know much about him like as a person. I thought him and Chad Ochocinco were like the same person, basically. Oh, you know what I mean? But then when I realized that he gets it, like he's a football player. He yeah. understood. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and, and the amount of love and, and, and hearts that fly out of his ears yeah. whenever he talks about the Patriots. Right, and he didn't even win here. You know, they let him go at the end, but he loved his time here. Yeah, it was it was. And Belichick's a big fan of him too. No question, as a human being, not yeah. just as a ball player. Yeah. And that's that was a testament of who he was as a as a man. Mm-hmm. The fact that Belichick always spoke so highly of him and the relationship that that not only he had and, and continues to have with Tom. It says yeah. a lot because there's been a lot of players that have come in and out of that locker room over the years, especially wide receivers, the David Gibbons of the fucking world. Yeah. Cool. Hey, he was good for a year. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been good for a year, too. He, he, Can you see my 270 flying up the fucking sideline? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, they, uh, they've, they've definitely skimped in that position. And it doesn't really make sense to me because when they when they have had... You know, elite talent, it's shown. Oh, know, yeah. they, they were otherworldly when, when they had a weapon like Moss. I mean, Mo- people Moss, thought Moss Walker. was washed up at that point. You know, coming from Oakland, he did nothing there. And then he came in at the best year of his life. Because well, he didn't want to play in Oakland. He quit. He did quit. He did quit. That's what he started to but do hey, here. It's Oakland. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Fuck Oakland. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Just no, like he came. Tor- he came here, and all of a sudden, him and Brady had the best. You know, Brady broke the the quarterback touchdown record, Everything. and he broke the wide receiver they, touchdown record. And it was like they were both like, you know, Moss was what thirty at that point. Brady was, Brady was thirty at that point, probably. Yeah, he was around thirty. Close, yeah. yeah. So you know, if they had gotten together, you know, when they were twenty five. Oh Just God. imagine. No. <laughs> Carnage. Like, yeah. It would have been unprecedented. Yeah. For sure, but it looks like it looks like they've retooled. They've got some, they've got some talent. I was a little worried at at their their lack of moves um, in, in the beginning of the off season. 
you know, it felt like uh, they kind of were watching the Jets get real strong, which makes me really fucking upset. You're really worried but about now, the Jets. But I, now, look the Jets are the Jets. The, At yeah. the end of the day, the Jets the are going to be the Jets. I can't be worried Jets are already the fucking themselves before the season even exactly. starts. Exactly. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you're going to watch a Jet be a Jet and fly into the side of a fucking wall. <laughs> they might even trade Le'Veon Bell. I saw that. I just actually read that, as crazy as that sounds. But on paper, the way that they were putting things together, they looked pretty scary. Oh, yeah. yeah. But they still, as, as I said, have the ability to shoot themselves in the feet, which is excellent. Yeah. Keep doing that shit. I mean, we're still in their head. No question. You know, they're, they still got Brady to deal with. And as long as Brady's in the league, the Jets are going to be scared of the Patriots. Everybody's going to be scared of the true, Patriots. True, true. The, he's the top of the, uh, the food chain. Yeah. You know, nobody climbed to the top of the food chain to eat fucking lettuce. You know what I mean? So he's still out there, you know, snapping necks. Six he, fucking He climbed to the top of the food chain. Nine Super Bowl appearances. Avocado <laughs> ice cream. It's no. absurd. I can't understand that shit. Avocados, but don't freeze that shit, dude. That <laughs> is gross. That's gross. But whatever it is, it's whatever, whatever he and that fucking trainer are doing, it's clearly working. It's evident. Proof's in the pudding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you can't. You can't you can't argue with results, and uh, you know it's as cliche as it sounds. All they do is win. Yeah. So they must be doing something right there. Well, they uh, back to the draft. They the defensive back they drafted too, six three. Stud. Joe Juwan. Stud. That's yeah. a monster. Stud. I was watching his highlight. Monster. I, I I definitely you can look at my YouTube history and see that is <laughs> uh, very physical. He's, he's very handsy within five, which is good. He's tough off the ball. And uh, he's got closing speed for a guy his size. It's scary. He's like brown on faster. And he can hit. Yeah. He's not he's not afraid to light somebody up. No. He's going to be fun to watch. He is going to yeah. be fun to watch. It's going to be a fun season. You know, then potentially. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. There's a lot of stuff that, that needs to come in. I was I was interested to see them bring back Jamie Collins. I thought it was... Yeah, I know. Um, huge, huge breaking news or recent news. It was. Uh, I I just think it's. I think it's funny as far as a culture, how we've we've grown to, you know, love people and just you know the Kool Aid, the Kool Aid, the Kool Aid. Well, they got rid of him at the right time. He was freelancing, and now all of a sudden everybody's like, "Oh, he's back! He's yeah, back. we love him back." Man. You know what I mean? But we'll we'll see. Is we haven't really had you know a, a super athletic. Linebacker since him, right? And he was a mischievous fuck when he was on that, you know, in mm-hmm. the linebacking course. So there's a lot of stuff that's changed in, in Foxborough. There's a lot of coaching things that have that have changed. Belichick you know, got announced as the defensive coordinator. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't. Didn't, he, what was he? If I, I kind of like it, I don't, I don't know, dude. See, the thing is, is that you you can't wear too many hats, especially when it comes to football. It's such a such a grueling. Um, you know, endeavor that that sixteen you know plus games when you you know you play in Foxborough because they play in Super Bowls every fucking year. Yeah. <clears throat> but as far as you know the the grueling nature of, of being a head coach and being a coordinator, it's pretty wild. I just I wonder if anybody's up to the task. I'm sure it's Bill, but uh, it's going to be interesting. I'd really love to know what the fuck happened to Shiano. I know. I would too. Um, I think, I mean, I don't think it had... I think it was the crap thing. I, I think it was more 
I think he wanted to get into it, and then once he got here, he realized. Like, <coughs> I I think it was a moral thing for him, you know, coming from his pedigree. I think that he he saw a you know a hand quotes again a sex signal and said mm, I don't want any fucking part of this. Hmm. That's my opinion. I can definitely, I can understand that. I just, Maybe. you know, a guy with young kids and yeah, yeah, you know, the 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 fact that he says he pulled the shoot because he want, wanted to spend more time with his kids. Come on, bro. <clears throat> you, you knew what you were doing. You knew what you were getting involved in. Yeah. And the timetable. If if it quacks like a duck and it looks like a duck, it's a fucking duck. So the owner of the organization, <laughs> Mister, you know, squeaky clean, the the most philanthropic owner of all time, you know, all the things that he did with Myra and the cancer yeah. and everything wonderful that he's done. He, so you know, he had somebody touching his asshole and playing with his balls, and all of a sudden, he's the antichrist. Yeah. And I think <laughs> Shiano took it as an opportunity from the fucking beat feet because yeah. he didn't want to be associated with. A sex scandal. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, I'm I, I'm I'm no pro law, anti law, you know, whatever guy, but the fact that, you know, they they went to the lengths that they did to apprehend Mr. Kraft, I think it's berserk. You know, it's a misdemeanor charge. And the yeah. fact that it made, you know, front cover news all over the world right. is ridiculous. And the fact that he, you know, he wasn't driving and was pulled over and they asked for his for his license. Yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And it's, you know, the whole thing was they were trying to find the sex trafficking, but there was no sex trafficking. So it's the like, whole sh- the whole situation is berserk. And the yeah. fact that it's 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 you know, this poor bastard's gotta worry about some video, you know, in the information act in Florida and the fact that it's potential that somebody's gonna see a, a, a little a little Asian knuckle into his asshole. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of sad. That dog needs a beat. Yeah, this dog, dog needs to relax. Get get a rotisserie and cook the dog. <laughs> do it now, do it now, do it now. So anyway, en- enough about knuckles and assholes. <laughs> uh, but it is interesting, back to the how we started on it. Uh, Shiano leaving after about a month. And then now, it, so now Bill's... Like you said, wearing three hats now. Exactly. And yeah. I just, I just wonder, you know, not... If anyone can do it, it's him. I agree with that. I agree with that. But I just wonder how thin he'll have to spread himself in other, you know, areas. Because yeah. e- even though he only holds the title of head coach, we all know he's the motherfucking general manager. He's the GM, for sure. We all yeah. know that he's, you know, as I use the analogy of being a chef, he's the one that's stirring the, the broth, mm-hmm. for sure. That Sunday gravy belongs to him. Yep. <clears throat> so I mean, t- time will tell as far as uh, what will happen. But you know, do you do you see this team, you know, taking it short, knowing that Brady's on the clock? No, you can't. You can't. You can't. The only goal it. right now should be number seven. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And I know. And I know. They, that's like not I, I, I'm not even. You know, people talk about the future after Brady leaves. Like I don't I even. Care. I don't care. I don't want them even focusing on the future right now. It Focus on the next two to three years before Brady's gone. Could be even less than that. In all honesty, and he's probably got two in the tank. Right. Yeah. He so is human. get number seven yeah, before he, he goes. At the end of the day, he is human. Yeah. He does, and 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 like anybody else in the league, he's one injury away. Yeah. You know, and and God, he's been lucky to have one bad injury. It is surreal. Yeah. The luck that he's had, as far as his health is concerned. Yeah. And the fact that he's you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> You're not getting it, and that's it. You get what you get, 
Give her the and catfish. Then, <laughs> give her the fucking beer. <laughs> she doesn't want the catfish. Take the fucking catfish. <laughs> Take something, you suck. <laughs> Put something in that mouth. She was trying to get the ball. <laughs> yeah, well, let's, let me see that. Give me that. Ball's going away. The woman always wins. Stay with it. Ball's going away. No Nobody gets it. So anyway, no more knuckles and asses, no more bones. No, it's all good. It's gravy. So back back to where we were at. I, I definitely, you know, there's two schools of thought when it comes to Patriots fans. It's everybody that's worried about, about you know, what happens after Brady, after Belichick. But right. honestly, who fucking cares? How can you be worried embrace, about that right now? Embrace today. How can you be worried about that right now when we're about to watch the end of the greatest career of all time? Unprecedented what we have seen. I remember yeah. like it was yesterday in 01 when my father said to me, I'll never forget this. He said, pay attention. This shit doesn't happen all the time. And then it happened all the fucking time. It started happening what, all the time. What, what kind of luck as fans have we been, you know. Oh my God. You know, what a treat it's been to watch this team do what they have done year after year after year. And even the years that they didn't win. They were, they were always there. Been competitive. Always. They've, o- they've always had their dick in the mix. What the hell can you ask for? I mean, you know, they missed the playoffs when Castle was the quarterback, but they still went 11-5. 11-5. How yeah. the fuck did that happen? Nobody so they've know. never, you know, had a bad season. They really haven't. In the last 20 years, there's no bad seasons. They're all good seasons. 20 years. <laughs> Wrap your head around that. It's fucking incredible. It's wild. Can you imagine? What a... It's it's uh. It's and they're the you know the, we talk about the whole the dominance of Boston as a whole. They're the ones who set the, they're the ones who set the bar. They then the Red Sox came in next, and then the Celtics and Bruins joined, and then yeah. it became a whole big party. But yeah. the Patriots are the one who started it. It's just been dominance. Yeah. You know, dominance. And title I, town. It is. It's, it's unprecedented. Thirteen titles since. Twelve titles. About to be thirteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 12. Hopefully, not gonna. Potentially gone. Yeah. Don't you. Don't you fucking Tuca that you bastards. <laughs> hey, he's the one talking about Tuca. Tuca's been great. He has been but out of He still game. has another series to win, so we can't even... You know, you know what? I thought she was an asshole. You're an antagonistic prick, too. No, they're both egging each other on. Oh, yeah. Look at him. I don't know how well... The listeners can hear this, yeah, but we got we got a big. Uh, oh yeah! If you haven't noticed yet, there's a couple dogs here. We, we got a war. Of, <laughs> we got a war. Of, we got a war of blue balls. It's <laughs> literally what it is. I'm not oh, joking. Really? And my attention deficit doesn't allow me to do two things at the same fucking time. As you can yeah. <laughs> so it's either watch the fucking dogs or podcast it up. <laughs> so, uh, you know, back to uh, back to new faces though. Michael Bennett's here. Uh, I mean, he's obviously not the player that he was, especially when we played the, the Legion of Boom. True. But he's still, you know, he's he still... He definitely good. has the ability to contribute. Yeah, yeah. I think, I definitely think he will. I hope, I hope his politics and, and his, uh, his propensity to, to stick his dick in the mix where it doesn't <laughs> belong doesn't, you know, hinder his ability to play football. Either. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he is the antithesis of Patriot. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, and if anybody has the ability to 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 sour uh, the gravy, I think he's got it in him. Yeah. But he's he's you know even even you know with three quarters of a tank of gas, he's still uh, a dominant dominant player. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you know, I think I don't think he's gonna be. 
I think but, he's gonna love playing in New England. To I be think honest. no, I think he will, and I I don't think I don't think he's gonna be bad by it. We're not asking him to play four downs either. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Which I, is which is a big catalyst to why he right. because that's not how we run things. There aren't there aren't there aren't too many players on that field that have to play every down. Right. Well, their their uh, their gifts and talents to uh, you know really shine through. If you if you only got to suit it up for two downs. You can uh, you can let the cheese fly, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be interesting on defense. I'm looking forward to seeing it. You're an asshole. <laughs> Seriously, you want Molly, to, get down. You want me? I'll bite the fuck out of you. Molly, get down. Get down. You know you're naughty, Molly. Yes, she does. She's defiant, bitch. Nothing like a defiant woman. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to Honey. <laughs> My defiant little woman. So, um, just to, I guess, I guess we gotta wrap it up. Yeah, wrap we it got, up. uh, I want to hear, because obviously being a trucker, you've seen crazy shit on the shit. road. Uh, what's, if you could break it down to like two or three of your funniest or just most worst of or most memorable? Yeah, most, most memorable. Most memorable. <laughs> well, they're funny or just like what the fuck was that? Yeah, or, I got a lot of what the fuck. So. <laughs> we can, if you want to do five, do just, five. Just two off the top. We'll start with uh, a moment in the People's Republic of Cambridge. Okay, I was wheeling a fifty-two foot low bed through the back alleys and little neighborhoods of uh, Cambridge, right on the back side of Central Square. Anybody that knows knows Cambridge at all knows Central Square. They know where yep. the Middle East is. They know that yep. area. Yep. It's tighter than a 10 when you were 12. So here <laughs> I am with this great big motherfucking uh, trailer, and it's 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'm moving equipment uh, for the first crew so that they can do their job. We were doing... Uh, municipal work for the city of Cambridge. And I came to a T intersection in this great big fucking truck and there are signs everywhere. No parking, no parking, no parking, no parking, no parking. <laughs> Lot of parking going on over there. Yeah. So the long and short of it was is that I came to this T and I needed to go left and I couldn't do a fucking thing. There were cars everywhere. It was like as I said it was three o'clock in the morning and I was stuck. So I pulled the brakes of the truck, and I'm walking around outside. I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm, 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 uh, I'm at a loss. So the last thing in the world that I want to do is call the fucking, the long dick of the law. Yeah. So what does old trucking nuts do? He calls the long dick of the law. And the Cambridge PD shows up. And they started to knock on doors and got cars moved. But there was a moment where I called my supervisor, and I said... You better call the fucking National Guard and send the choppers because I'm going to need to be airlifted the fuck out of where I am right now because <laughs> I can't fuck move. <laughs> so, so that was one, one what the fuck story. And my, my last what the fuck story, and we can tie this into another PTA, which as anybody that has followed me over the years knows is a public trucker announcement. This is where I tell you what to do, how to do it, and how to go about doing things when it comes to the road. So as I said earlier, I haul <coughs> trash up in the mountains of New Hampshire. 
And as I discussed, when you get into Franconia Notch, some of those grades and some of those mountains, it takes an awful lot. Shut your mouth, I'm on a fucking roll. <laughs> so some of those grades and stuff, it takes an awful lot to get 100,000 pounds up those mountains. Yeah. And one of the things as truckers we do is we put our four-ways on to let you know that we can't go the, the speed limit. We can't go as fast as you would like us to Right. So a day uh, this winter, I was driving through the notch, and I saw a car on the shoulder, all smashed to shit, with a white cloth over it. And any of us that have spent any time on the road, we know what that cloth means. That there was, oh, about, I don't know, 200 feet further up, I see a truck, and my heart sunk. Because I, being a smart guy and doing this as long as I have, use my deductive reasoning and I know exactly what had happened. So the long and short of it was, is this truck was climbing this hill with its four ways on, probably going between 25 and 30 miles an hour, struggling up the hill, and some jack wagon and a fucking Honda came flying up over the fucking hill, did not see old boy, and plowed into the ICC bar on the back of the trailer thus decapitating himself. So the long and the short of it is, is that when you are traversing mountains or you are in any kind of incline that could potentially slow a truck down, believe me, I get it. I see a truck going up the fucking hill. The last thing I want to do is be behind that cocksucker. But if it's the difference between the 30 seconds of you flying up behind that truck and ripping your fucking head off of your shoulders... And waiting the two, three minutes for that truck to do what it's got to do. I think it's in your best interest to just slow the fuck down. Yeah. Be aware of your surroundings and take care of yourself. Because the life you have is not the life you want to lose. And God forbid what was going through that poor truck driver's fucking head. That he knew that he was somewhat responsible for that person's you know, eventual demise. So that's, those are my what the fuck moments. That's some and, useful information. And a right PTA there. <laughs> from yours truly, the Boston truck and old truck and nuts. Appreciate right. it. We appreciate was, you coming on, brother. Definitely, definitely Uncle good nuts. information. Old truck and nuts. We had a uh, you know very good sports conversation. Yeah, absolutely. You know, definitely. Whenever if you uh, if you got any big announcements after you figure your stuff out. Yeah, yeah. If you want to come on by, do some promo for it. You yeah, know, yeah. And welcome you're always back welcome back, regardless. If you the Bruins know. win the cup, we might have to have a celebration. Show. You already know. So we fam- go. family's family, and I, uh, I may not have a lot of blood relatives, but I got a lot of chosen family and a couple of brothers in presence today. So I appreciate you. Awesome. Guys. Thank you for coming back. Thanks appreciate for having it. me. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right.